The stories of campus life, interviews with influential people, and super fun games, all brought to you in one convenient location, in one podcast. The Viterbo Lumen Podcast with Mackenzie Wanta starts right now. Hello and good morning. This is Mackenzie, your co- one of the co-hosts. And then with us, we actually don't have Mitchell anymore because he recently stepped down as editor. So I'd like to introduce you to our new co-host, Grace Monk. Hello. So excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's awesome. It's really fun to have like a new editor and a new perspective. I mean, obviously... Mitchell is still on the lumen and we still get to see him all the time but it is fun to try something new you were just talking about how you were excited to do the podcast oh yeah I've always wanted to be on a podcast so this kind of makes me feel a little bit famous a little bit popular because ah, podcasts are so much fun yeah they really are so could you tell us a little bit more like the audience about yourself and what you do for the lumen yeah um my name is Grace Monk I am a junior English major here at Viterbo University and I am the editor of the Lumen, so kind of just running the show and writing things still and just kind of girl bossing my way through it all. But yes. besides that, I mean, I'm just schooling Lumen, but um, writing's what I want to do with my future, so it's a really awesome experience for me, and I'm enjoying building a portfolio while being here. Yeah, it's like the perfect opportunity to work oh, yeah. with the Lumen if you're an English major, yeah. especially. That's how I recruited some other English majors. I was like, Think about your resume in the future. A great resume builder. You should do it. <laughs> you mentioned just, you know, doing school and loom and everything, but how, how has life been recently? Life's been very busy, um, full course load and just craziness, but besides that, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Just enjoying the time I had on spring break and getting back into things. So working, I work um, at Mayo Clinic and here on campus, so kind of just doing all my things day by day. For sure, yeah. Um, I feel like spring break felt like a month long. I don't know. Some people, I had mixed consensus. Some people said it went really quick or it it felt pretty long. It went so quick for me. Yeah, I I feel like I didn't do anything really and I don't understand how it went so fast, but you know, Sunday came around and I was like, oh my God, I have like 10 assignments due tomorrow apparently. What happened? Yeah. (laughs) It was kind of a scramble to like get back into the swing of things, but Luckily, I guess we have Easter break in four weeks. That is true. And I'm going to see Olivia Rodrigo on Easter break, and I am so excited. No way. Where? Um, in Minneapolis. That's so exciting. I somehow snagged tickets, and it was like my 21st yeah. birthday gift to myself. So I'm very excited to go use my gift. That's so exciting. Yeah, I talked to some of my friends. They got it. They got tickets, I think, within the first, like, two minutes, and then they sold out. Yeah, I, like saw that she was going on tour and I was like oh my gosh I'd love to go so I just signed up for like the verified fan yeah. sale and then um my I was just I signed up and I was like no I don't know who would go to this with me and I was just talking about it and my roommate was like oh my boyfriend loves her music and I was like tell him to come up here and I was like you want to go so then we were like okay let's all go and then I went to the sale like woke up 
it was 10 minutes before my class, just had it on my phone, was getting ready, and then somehow got in and got four tickets. And That's I was so like, lucky. I know. And then everyone online was like, I'm so mad. And I was like, I feel so cool right now. Yeah. You beat the rush. Oh, yeah. That's so nice. That would be really fun. It's just like random chance. Yeah. And I was like, that is awesome. Well, so other than the little update we just had, so I actually went to the faculty-led discussion on the Ukraine um, conflict or conflict in Ukraine, of course. And I kind of just wanted to touch on, you know, the main ideas that faculty brought up about this conflict and then how they're here to support students and also just a general overall advertisement sort of to go to these faculty-led discussions because student, no other students went actually. In the beginning of this faculty-led discussion, the professors and faculty, they mainly wanted to touch on how students feel about the war in Ukraine. And so I guess I'll just ask you, Grace, like, have you heard anything or have you talked to any students about this conflict or how they feel possibly? Yeah, I actually have. I really wanted to go to that um, even before Jackie mentioned it. I saw that and I was like, oh, I would love to go to that. Mm -hmm. But of course, uh, it's the exact time I work. Yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't make it. But um, yeah, I think I think it's a very intricate situation. And I don't think a lot of students are aware of that. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I've noticed now since the like the discussion was a few weeks ago, and I've noticed now I feel like people aren't talking about it. People aren't as concerned, even mm -hmm. though this is still a conflict that's building. Right. And, you know, the United States is kind of getting more involved as it goes on. But just that people were just either didn't care or they were, like, scared of World War III when I think that there's a lot more things to worry about in this situation. So I think I, most of my conversations were kind of, you know, hey, this is scary and this is such an awful thing, but let's look at all of it rather than just, you know, we're all going to die and we're going to get bombed and this is going to be the end of the world kind of mindset right. because that's, like, that's not really healthy. Right, for sure. I agree because I feel like especially with social media, everyone was just, you know, immediately just World War Three, which the faculty did talk about because, I mean, it, it could be a possibility. Which is like a very valid concern. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, there's, yeah, there's just so much that goes into it. And then too, if you're getting your news sources off of social media. Right you know you really have to be careful with that stuff and I don't even think it's a lot of news sources that people are seeing it from it's you know so-and-so from across the country with 20,000 followers said right. something and now you're believing it it's hard for everybody to I mean of course there are credible news sources out there and that's what we want to look for because you know this could definitely be twisted as we've seen in the news um, things are not like they seem or like they have been you know told but yeah, I mean, definitely the news sources, and that's definitely one of the things that the faculty mentioned, and they mentioned that BBC and The Economist were two news sources that the faculty um, kind of looked towards. I will say I have read some of the stuff on The Economist, and they have like very thorough pages with lots and lots of information. Mm -hmm. So if students are looking for something, that's a, gr that's a great place to turn. There's many reputable news sources out there that are not just those two but also you know watching those opinion ones because that's I think where it really gets tricky is this is what this person thinks sure. rather than like okay what do we need to look at and what do we all need to like actually focus on right yeah it's definitely important to have an unbiased opinion or not opinion but you know an unbiased 
point of view to actually get the information because I think a lot of people don't really know like the actual facts of the war and like things with NATO and the sanctions that were put on Russia. I think more people know about the gas prices. I mean, that's definitely was directly affected because of the sanctions on Russia. But yeah, I think people don't really look towards the actual facts of what's going on instead of just more opinions. And I think that to the economic aspects, like yes, gas is high, but I don't think people realize why exactly we had to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and also just in general, like no one, no one wants to go to war, but I think one of the biggest things is, you know, there is the possibility of nu nuclear war, but also like it could, this whole World War Three or all these wars can lead to like huge economic downfall. And you know, if we sanction other places, then other resources we rely on heavily like gas and oil are gonna go up. And you know, we already have all this inflation and everything. And you know, I think really like economic and the civilization and the standards we're used to living in will change the most if that happens. And there's not to say that there's not gonna be bombs and all these really deadly, terrible things that happen with wars, mm -hmm. but our, we have just created such a fragile ecosystem that relies on everyone else in the world and I don't think anyone wants to go to war and have to mess all that up. And that's kind of that's kind of scary part. Yeah, for sure. I think it just because I, you hear about it in history, you know, like the things that happened with wars, and of course nobody wants them. Like yeah. that, you know, it brings up so many unnecessary, like you know, deaths, damage to Ukraine, like that they're experiencing right now, which is totally unprovoked, obviously, but. Yeah, I think we just read in history books how wars have affected society and, you know, the economy. And I think it's just sort of, it's completely different to actually live it. Yeah. And so I think it's just going through that. And especially after a pandemic, it's kind of just society doesn't really seem real at this point. Yeah, that's a really good point. It's just kind of like, at this point, I was like, oh, there's another thing. Yeah. And I think that's probably why everybody talked about World War Three and um, faculty in the discussion. They did kind of bring that up, how... It's just really popular just to, you know, after the t recent times we've had, it's just so easy to, you know, like look to the negative side and like, oh, it's World War Three, like it's just going to all go down, which I think it's a fair way to think. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's important to have some sort of information and actually understand what's going on. I, I definitely agree because, I mean, either way, like you should be worried and you should be caring, but, you know you're here doing this now so be present in what you have right. and pay attention and read the news and if there's things you can do do them but you know we're just so used to this like heightened sense of living now that mm -hmm. it's like one thing happens and we're kind of just snowballing with For it sure. yeah. and yeah it's kind of like just it's okay yeah. one day at a time this is this is very serious but let's know what we're talking about let's know what's going on and let's just let's just roll with it because mm -hmm. you never know everything is everything's unpredictable at this right. point it, it really is um yeah and faculty discussed how their concerns were definitely the same as their students um you know concern for ukraine and the ukrainians and like their overall well-being yeah. as a country and as their citizens have had to you know flee the country and fortunately the countries around have you know taken refugee and were taken in refugees that's another thing that um, people our age are kind of missing on is that you know it's not just about us too while I think you know the United States says have to be careful and there's a lot of things that go into it 
you know, we should be having empathy Mm -hmm. and feelings for these people that are suffering over there instead of, you know, what's going to happen to us? Like, that Mm -hmm. is a real fear. But also, that's another thing about being, you know, having the correct knowledge is feeling for these people and understanding what they're going through. You know, I think that's a, that's a really big thing that people our age are missing. And I think I think that's, going back to COVID, I think that's another thing we've kind of been missing the last two years is, you know, thinking of other people before ourselves. And we should because these, you know, whatever we can do, these people are suffering. And I think that's something really important to, like, take into consideration. Yeah, 100%. And I think it was definitely more talk about this when it first started, obviously, because it's a new thing you know a new issue in the world and everyone wants to bring awareness to it but I think it just it's crazy because it's almost gone in the news you know people don't talk about it anymore I mean the news obviously talks about it but I feel like society we aren't really talking about much anymore and it's still going on you know it's not going to happen in a week and so I think that um, these faculty discussions are like a great way to actually keep the conversation going and they really Um, motivated me and kind of just promoted students and faculty to have these conversations because if we don't I feel like the conversation is just gonna you know end and no one's gonna talk about it anymore but I think it's just really important for faculty and students both to have these discussions and if we have concerns to share them because you know obviously it does no good to keep it bottled up or you know not mention anything. Yeah I I completely agree, and I think those. Um, well, first going back to the first, going back to the first thing you said, kind of this idea how something else rolls out in the news and we just forget what's going on. I think that's also a really big problem with media being so accessible and so many things being reported on, especially after COVID. Like, yeah, we're just in this different time. Things really do get pushed under the rug, and we kind of forget about these important issues, and we're on to the next one. And I think that's. That's a really good thing to make note of. And by doing those discussions, it's providing you with the opportunity to not only have a discussion and feel these things openly, but to get the right information. And then you don't have to do the work. Like, think about it. You don't have to scroll through all those sources. I mean, you should still, yes. But then someone's, like, reputable that you can trust is telling you. And, you know, you have the floor to have these really honest and open discussions. The other day in one of my classes, it was related to one of the texts we were reading, but... We're talking about, like, COVID and, you know, the way it changed society and kind of just how we felt. And after class, I was like, I'm so I was like, I'm so glad we talked about that today because I just have I don't think I ever really get to have a calm conversation about something like that because, you know, things are heightened and the floor is not always open to it. And so I think it's really important when people can to go to those things, you know, you have a voice for a reason, use it, Mm -hmm. express your concerns, your comments but I I'm glad you got to go that sounds that sounds really awesome yeah it was really interesting and especially since um, two faculty members were in the military or you know had military experience so I think it was interesting to hear things from them and how although they are concerned they also have sort of limits they pointed out that would lead to World War III and so I think like coming from a credible source and they know what they're talking about and they've had experience so I think hearing you know what it would actually take and what things you know could or could not happen I think it just kind of put like my mind at ease and I made a post about it actually on the Instagram for the Lumen so if you're interested in like the quotes that they had opening you can go check that that post 
but yeah, I think it was just kind of a good way, to, good thing to hear from two people that are credible because it wasn't on social media saying, you know, World War Three is going to happen. Like it's happening because of this. You know, it was actually like things they've experienced and things that could happen um, aren't happening yet, which is very fortunate. Yeah, I I think I kind of had a similar situation. I was never super, super, like, I was concerned about the war, but not scared about World War III. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to my dad, and, um, you know, he works for companies that kind of do build the technology they send over there and everything, and we're just kind of, like, chatting about it. Um, and my dad is not a credible source like these professors, mm -hmm. but we were just kind of talking about, like, some things and where it's going to go, like the sanctioning and, you know, if China gets involved and all these other things. And so... I went home and I probably spent like out, like two hours in a black hole on the internet and doing like all this research and tying things to history and like I watched a video um, about like everything that can happen, like all the possible outcomes, like the worst and where we are with it and I w it did make me feel better because, you know, I've been watching the news and kind of like some of these things that we should be weary of, like, you know, the U.S. having to enter or... China getting involved or China invading Taiwan like I kind of been like okay where are we at with that because those things make me a little nervous but at the same time seeing I think the thing that maybe gives me the most security is like the fact that everyone will really this will hurt everyone worldwide and so people are kind of trying to avoid it a little bit makes me feel easy but just getting all that information was like really really helpful yeah it's really important to you know take the time and obviously if you're interested in it like you said like you researched for hours and it's important because I feel like instead of worrying you could actually do something about it or you could find some ways to you know contact people in your local government or something you find like you can do things about it if you are worried um, but another thing that you touched on before that I like what how you worded it like the floor was open you said like you talked about COVID um, but in one of my classes my professor kind of open the floor, um, in your words, that for like a discussion on Ukraine. And I think that was really important too, because that kind of calmed me down because you see that everyone's kind of feeling the same way. And although we don't talk about it or don't mention it all the time, like, you know, that everyone's in the same boat. And so I think, yeah, like reading news, talking with people and actually, you know, going to these discussions on campus about any issues that you are concerned with, um, especially the war. I think it's really important because I'd rather be educated and um, understand what's happening rather than sort of just worrying about it or making a big deal, saying that, you know, World War III is just going to happen, like it's whatever, yeah. because I feel like that's not a good way to think about it. And I think yeah. that's what a lot of people have turned to. And I think that's kind of a problem campus-wide is the lack of student turnout to everything and anything. Um, and I... I didn't really go to campus events my freshman year, which was um, fall of 2019, so right before COVID. Um, I, I, I definitely think there was a lot more student turnout. That's actually false. But coming back and with everything being canceled last year, like a lot of people don't go to anything anymore. And, you know, especially all the new classes, you know, current sophomores and current freshmen, that's not a thing to them. And so no one really ghost anything or cares like of course you know if we're college students some things they're gonna be like okay whatever I don't want to go to that yeah. but like that is like a problem and honestly Viterbo provides us with so many opportunities and they're very willing to listen to us and 
you know, if we were like, hey, we want more chats about this, they would totally do that. And sure. I think it's important for students to utilize the resources here. I have learned so much this year by going to things and events. There's so many opportunities here that students are seriously missing out on, and I feel like that's something people should be taking advantage of. Yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, definitely if we went to the university and said we want to talk about the war and our concerns, like, they would not hesitate to set something up or, you know, point us in the right direction to talk to somebody about it. Um, but I feel like all the opportunities here are really just, like, what you make of them because they're all there, but, you know, if you don't go, then you really don't get the experience or anything taken, getting out, like, or you don't get anything out of it. But then if you go, you could get so many more connections. You could, you know, get information, um, like, and just kind of put your mind at ease, whatever you're worried about. It's really important because Viterbo does a lot of work to set everything up. Yeah. And <laughs> we, and if we're, like, concerned and, like, or interested in something in the very slightest, I don't, yeah. I feel like everyone should take advantage of those things. I completely agree. And there's, you know, when they're setting up these things, like, like you said, they're putting work into it and we, we should go to these things, but also too, like, don't be scared of learning. Mm -hmm. Like you're not too cool to go learn more about things that are going on in the world or these discussion topics. I think that's also a kind of a thing where everyone's like, I'm not gonna go to something on campus, go. Right. That's why it's here. That's how you make connections. And I, I struggle with it, too. Like, after COVID, it's hard to make those connections and get yourself to do these things. But that is the exact reason why they're here. And there's also so many other resources on campus that students don't utilize. And we're paying for all of that. Right. So go, go get stuff. Go to the gym. These are things that, you know, might seem free. But really, like, this is you're paying for this. In college, like you said, it's what you make out of it. Mm -hmm not just those things, but everything here in general. And so while you're here and you have all these professors and smart people and all these events and all these resources at the tip of your fingers, you should utilize them because you're gonna leave here one day and be like, darn, I really yeah. wish I did something or learned this. And so I think it's really important for students to just be more involved campus-wide and learn some stuff. Every, I think everything major that happens, there's always discussions. Mm -hmm. I mean, read VU today. Seriously, yeah. read VU today. Yeah, There's really. so much information on that. There's so many things going on, and I feel like it's such an easy email for students to, you know, get and then just delete right away, yeah. which is unfortunate. But then there's also, like, I read it all the time, like, freshman year, because I didn't know what was going on. And I obviously started during COVID, so I think it was definitely a different perspective. Like, everything, you know, was online. And, yeah, like like you said, it's like once we leave, like, those opportunities are gone. And so I feel like... We have to make the best of these four years and like seek out information if we want it um, and go from there. Yeah, and honestly too, sometimes I don't even know if it's inconvenience. It's like, it is hard to be a student and find time to do other things. And I'm so guilty of this of being like, oh no, I can't do that or this because I have mm -hmm. homework. But when I go to events like that or I do something, I'm like, wow, that was very rewarding mm -hmm. or I really enjoyed that. So kind of just, you know getting your foot out the door. And I will say, I did not ever read VU today until I joined the Lumen. Right. And they started talking about it, and now I read it every day. There's so much information, and like anything you need to know, they put it on there. And I think students should you know, pay attention to these emails. There's so many students that don't check their email. Like, the, the campus is constantly telling us things. You know, they send up those safety alerts or anything to like let us know. We are very they want us to be very involved, but because students choose not to, 
they feel like they aren't. You know, it's kind of like, oh, they're not doing anything, or I don't know what's going on. But no, they tell us everything yeah. on multiple platforms. We mm-hmm. just gotta, you know, pay attention to it. Right, for sure. Um, so yeah, like we obviously mentioned talking to people about this issue, um, about Ukraine, your concerns, but a big thing that we kind of want to end off this discussion with is that is that there's counseling services that are always here to support students and faculty like I'm sure they can go to it too um, but it's important because if you obviously have talked to professors or students or but you're still feeling kind of you know uneasy there's always counseling services and so I think that's another thing we can take advantage of because it's free and you literally would not be able to get that anywhere else advantage of counseling services I it's awesome mm-hmm. it really is and it's right on campus if you're here during the day you live here and it is free I mean even with insurance a lot of times you know therapy and counseling is expensive and I think when things are stressful and things are scary in the world it's really important to talk to someone in like a judgment-free space and counseling services you know they are pretty busy but they're always here for us and they're always willing to give us resources and I think it's something students should really take advantage of for sure and just like another note on that like the Viterbo community as a whole, like counseling services, faculty, we're all here to like support one another and, and educate everybody. And so I think just to really lean on the community and you know see that it is important is um, a big thing for students. And Yeah, and I think that's another thing Viterbo does a good job of providing us with is opportunities to engage with the community. They'll do community-led discussions or they'll let us know about things are happening, things that are happening. And I think I saw that they had a group that walked down to something at UWL for students that wanted to go and walked back at night like as a group and so they're really trying to get us like involved and give us these opportunities to the point where like you do not have to seek it out yourself which can be a hard thing to seek things out in the community mm-hmm. we're not a lot of us aren't from here we're not super involved but they are handing us the opportunity and I think it's good to talk to people get involved in all these things hear the outside sources because at the end of the day like we we all feel the same about it sure. we're all scared so let's like work together and put those feelings into something else. I agree, yeah. Yeah, definitely just take advantage of everybody around us and take advantage of these four years and if you want to talk about something, talk about it and don't be afraid and don't be too cool. You are not too cool to learn. You are not too cool for current events. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, I think kind of on that closing note is too is like go read up on this, you know, we said BBC, The Economist, go read up on these things, learn more, educate yourself, even if you're not scared, you know, stay up to date, like this affects us, it affects the world, it affects people, and you know, know what's going on around you. It's really important to know that, and, you know, just just be involved with everything. All right, so that was a really good discussion we had on the conflict in Ukraine and the faculty-led discussion. Um, you know, last note, just go to these faculty-led discussions. As we mentioned, it's a great opportunity um, to talk with other people and to hear more information. Um, so definitely seek out that resource if that's what you want. But as of updates at Viterbo and like what the Lumen has, we actually do have an issue coming out on March 28th. So same day the podcast comes yes. out. Um, so Monday, March 28th, the Viterbo Lumen will release our second issue of the spring semester which we're really excited about and actually one of the articles in that issue is about campus safety and as we know it is um march 26th that we're recording this so we did get a campus safety alert 
this morning. So do you want to like touch on that and how like it kind of relates to the new article that's coming out? Yeah, for sure. So um, kind of just going over like what happened last night. Uh, there were some gunshots heard outside of Mar um, by Market Street. I actually heard them because I don't go to bed until ridiculous hours. And I was like, huh, sounds like gunshots. But I was just, you know, I don't know. My dog was definitely alerted, but I just put my AirPods back in. So don't do that. You know, if you hear something, be concerned. Uh, which actually segues into the article. But bef prior to writing this campus safety article, there was an incident that kind of ended up being false. But some students were approached by someone, and they said they had a weapon, and kind of just people really freaked out, which I'm sure this one definitely going to be some freaking out. But I, um, I was like, I really think we should write an article over campus safety. So I sat down with the head of security, Adam Mullen, and so... He just kind of told me about you know all the efforts they're making and gave me tips for students and kind of like and you know reassuring me like you know nothing bad has ever happened in my time like they work with the police in the community they actually have two police officers that kind of patrol this area that they work with and they like students who live off campus nearby are allowed to call in things like they are working so hard to keep us safe and um I hope people read that and really take something from it. And kind of going back to our last discussion, it's one of those things where I didn't know this until I took the time to learn it. And that's one nice thing about being in Lumen is I've learned so much about this place. But definitely, um, that is for sure scary. But I think, you know, always be cautious when you go outside. Always be with someone. Always be alert. But you don't have to be terrified. Just be smart and be safe. And, you know, if you don't feel safe, campus security will walk with you just got to give them a call and so I think students should really just kind of let's not spiral out of control mm -hmm. you know we are we are very very safe on this campus and they work very hard to keep us safe as well so I think while that is concerning just you know one step at a time for sure and I think it's really important and it's awesome that you have an article actually releasing about it um so yeah from that article I think you know, a big takeaway as everyone reads it, because you should get the Lumen on Monday. You should get the Lumen on Monday. Um, once you read it, yeah, I think it's just important. You know, you don't have to live in fear. Obviously, these things happen. And it is scary to hear about. But like you said, just be aware and know your surroundings. And yeah, it's, I think, kind of, you know, again, going back to the discussion, how we're talking about how students don't really know these things and they're just scared is kind of that same conversation. I think one thing too is like a lot of people are from rural areas around here. They haven't lived somewhere where like that's more of a city like this. And so it is a bit of like a culture shock and it's a little bit scary, but you know, just know how to protect yourself. I, I go on walks at night all the time. I do have a very big dog, but then again, like if someone's behind me, I always look back to make sure no one's following me. If someone passes me by, I always walk with caution because you can't stop everything, but you know, take precaution and it's not like I'm going out by myself like I do have my dog so have someone with you and just you know be aware but don't be don't be terrified and paranoid because that's that's not going to do you any good know how to defend yourself know who to call and and we'll all be we'll all be okay you know we, we really can't predict the bad things but we can always take precaution mm -hmm. yeah that's really good to note you can't predict anything that's going to happen you know just always have to be not ready for it but sort of just prepared to, I guess that's ready, <laughs> um, like ready, you know, if anything would happen. Um, so yeah, that's a really interesting article that I'm really looking forward to reading in the Lumen. Thank you. It was um, written by me, by the way. Yes. <laughs> if you want to, like, do you want to list some other articles that we're coming out with? 
um, that people should definitely go read once they listen to this podcast? Yeah, um, I think we have some really good stuff on the front page this week. We have this article about nursing students and kind of how COVID has impacted them because you know that this is that's going to be their future like healthcare is their future mm-hmm. and so i would i think it's really interesting to listen to their perspective and their fears from this pandemic and how that's changed and we also have an article written by mitchell shaw about the mask mandate and i think those are really interesting ones because they're relevant and they're things that you know like the mask mandate was a huge thing it, many students didn't want to wear their masks anymore and so i think that's really good for again like it gives students the opportunity to learn more and kind of like see how other people feel. Um, so definitely recommend those. And I think another one is um, there's an article about um, a production that's coming up called Elephant Speaks Jazz, um, also written by Mitchell Shaw. But that production is going up, I believe, next weekend and the weekend after. Don't know exact location and times. Probably should have figured that out before. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like these huge puppets and all I heard it's going to be something really really great so students should definitely go see that it's a children's show but you know our amazing theater department is doing it so it's it's going to be awesome I I think I think students will really enjoy going to something super lighthearted, especially in times like this where mm-hmm. things are so crazy so sure. we we have a lot of new writers on our team a it's lot really, of yeah. it's grown so it much grown it has grown a lot and we have like fantastic writers our next issue I am so excited to have some new voices in it I had someone already send me their article like it's yeah I'm I'm super excited and we have some new we have some new voices working their way into we have a new sports writer Noah Nelson he is fantastic hardworking, gets his stuff done like we look out for the lumen because we're coming yeah for sure we just have we have such an amazing amazing team and our graphic designers had Jacob Vanas is like the last the last issue in this one coming out like they look so good the layout's great um definitely definitely give it a look it's it's going to be very exciting yeah I'm really excited yeah so uh, I will actually post today about where you can find those but you can basically find those copies of our issue basically anywhere on campus that you look you know it's in every building um Reinhardt Center um basement the main floor the Murphy Center, of course. It's going to be in the Union. Basically, anywhere you could look, you could find a copy of this. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited. Those articles sound amazing, and I'm really looking forward to reading it. As should you all. And I think you know, Kenzie and I have talked before. We're like both trying. I mean, I really want to. We really want to hear what students have to say. So people are always welcome to email us at perturbolumen at turbo.edu or lumen at perturbo.edu. My my bad, but just. We try to publish as much information on events like or this mask mandate, stuff like that for students. We also want to hear what students want to hear about. We, we've been trying to do a student opinion articles. Like this is like those, you know, ta- discussion events. Like this is a resource for students, and I really hope people utilize it because, you know, that's what we're here for. We're here to be your news, and I think I hope people pick it up and they, they learn a couple things from it. Yeah, for sure. And like we said, you know, you could go to these meetings or, or not anything, but really, Lumen is just picking up the piece of paper and reading it. You can also find it online. You don't even have to pick up the paper. Mm-hmm. Now, I think, you know, you can go sit down with a cup of coffee and have a little newspaper. You might look really cool. Mm-hmm. But if you don't want to look that cool, you can totally pull it up online. We are a credible source, so don't worry about mm-hmm. that. I, w- I would say so. And just kind of 
yeah, get your news, read View Today, learn about things that are going on in the world and on campus, mm -hmm. you know? There's so many things out there and take advantage of the opportunities that you've been given. A reminder again, today you can find the second issue of the spring semester at lumen.paterbo.edu if you would enjoy an online copy or around campus. And you can also go follow us on Instagram at Viterbo Lumen and see all those new updates. And we really hope you enjoy it and start reading and start learning more about our university and our community. Um, I think it's just really important. Well, thank you so much, Grace. Thank you for having me. We will see you next time. Next time the issue, another issue rolls around and have a great rest of your day.